Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. Our opening song features Sunset Serenade by Cyclone. Albums and singles are available in all music stores and platforms. A Moment of Your Time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. Each week, we create a place for you to rest your heart by providing the platform for peaceable connection to the most gifted lightworkers, intuitives, alternative healers who will surprise you with something different, something outside of what's expected, innovative and unique. Our shows are held on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. time and 9 a.m. Pacific time. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. Take My Call. At any moment before or during the show, you can opt for Take My Call and jump the long line of callers. We are now following the pay-what-you-can business model. You pay what you feel our services are worth to you. You can send a payment using paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o and add the amount that you want. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website cview1111.net Now, close your eyes and get in touch with the present, the only reality. Feel your body, feel your breath, and let it drift back to the present moment. Claudia, this year, 
I, I had said at the end of last year that I was going to be talking about some things that most people really don't want to talk about. <clears throat> and I'm going to start off the year with a frog in my throat. Apparently somebody wants to shut me up, shut myself up, um, about censorship. So we see a lot of things happening out in the world that are disagreeable or uncomfortable to us, things that we're not used to. And and I want to be able to help people step away from the negative that they're seeing in the world and create their own experiences. So this is, the show is all about empowerment. Um, coming to the show to not worry about the censorship, not worrying about what anybody else is gonna say or what anybody else is gonna think. This is about you finding some sort of resolution or some answers to your questions in your life, whatever's presently going on. So I know that we get caught up in a lot of this global stuff, and I feel like we're in this advanced stage of awakening, and we each possess this intuitive power. So C, this platform has to do with bridging science and intuition, bringing puzzle pieces together. So if we could, we'll go ahead and get started. I'm not sure how many visitors we have today, but I'm ready to dig in if you are. Of course, we are ready to take some callers, and also if you are in the chat room, you are able to post your questions there as well, or if you're listening and you have access to Facebook and you want to post your comment, your question there, you can private message your question to Claudia Pureco as well. So, we have New York, we have New Mexico, where do you want to start, Nicole? Uh, if Colorado is still here, is, is Anne still here? Antonia, she cut off. She might be calling back. Oh, you, get, you said New York, Maria? No, we can, you just pick, go ahead and pick. I thought we had Anne came on from Colorado. Oh, yes, so Anne from Colorado just disconnected. She might be calling back. So let's bring Maria from New York. Okay. Hi, Maria. Hi, how are you? Excellent. I hope you are. Fine, thank you. My name is Maria. I call her from New York. You see, we are going to go in Italy with uh, my daughter and buy a house over there, please. Yeah, I believe. Did we did we talked in one of my shows last year, did we not? Excuse me? Did you and I talk about you going to Italy? Were you on the show last year? Yes, 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 okay. that's right. That's that's what I, thought. I, I thought I recognized your voice. Thanks for coming back. I know. You're very okay. nice. I'm sorry about you all the time. You're very nice. I trust you. Oh, thank you. Well, Maria, so yes. it feels like some you've had some things change. Uh, I'm picking up some energy around your feet. So it feels as if, there's this energy around trying to get settled in, but there's also a feeling of fitting in. And I think I just vaguely remember some of that similar energy from last year, but it feels as if this year would be a good year for you to make that trip, um, even if it is a short-term or temporary trip. What is your, what is, what's your month and day of birth? You don't have to give me the year. I want to go. I, my birthday is May 15th. May 15th, okay. All right, take a deep breath. Um, so now I'm picking up, so we have your feet and your eyes. And it feels like there's just an imbalance, um, meaning, you know, I'm looking at physical, mental, emotional, anything that could be causing the universe to not, um, conspire with you to bring your dreams to fruition. So it kind of feels like there's like eyesight, um, feet has to do with taking the leap or making a decision to make a trip. But it also feels like there's some things going on over there within, you said you're going over to see your daughter. Um, so it feels like her, there's a need for her to be ready for you to be there or for you to go. So whatever it is that's happening in her life, um, 
it feels like you, like the best course of action would be for you to breathe and relax, connect with her, make sure that she's ready or prepared. But it really has more to do with planning ahead, Maria, like not being afraid to set a date and setting a date with your daughter and taking that and going ahead and taking that trip. Like it feels like it's like you're both waiting for something else to happen before you get there or before you decide. And this feels like now it's important for you to just choose a date, make a decision, and make the trip. My daughter, she's here. Over there, I got a relative. I we are very close. Okay, so is she in, so I'm, I know, I need my mother, my mother, we, I grew up in an Italian family, and you have a beautiful accent, so I am, <laughs> I may need my mother to translate if she's in the background somewhere, but, um, so is your daughter in Italy, or is she here in the States? She's in the States. Okay, so She's going to come with me, I want to stay there for good, I hope my daughter find the work over there. Over there, we got okay. a relative. We are very close. Yeah, it feels as if it would be easier, instead of her trying to find work over there, is to be able to make a trip. I know it, there's something to be said for taking a leap of faith and hoping that something's going to work out. But, it, it, Maria, when you're, when you're in alignment with what brings you joy, you know that you want to do something, so for your daughter on her behalf, if right. she's fearful of making the trip, if she's fearful about not having something set up, I feel like she needs to be changing her mindset to really thinking about how happy she'll be once she makes this trip as opposed to being fearful of making the trip. So once you shift your energy out of that fear and you get into alignment with your vision, what it is you envision your life like and how happy you'll be in that in that space that the universe then conspires with you to set the wheels in motion. So it may be that your daughter gets to confront her fears and and makes a decision to go take a trip, go take a visit. Maybe you go together or maybe she goes ahead to try to get no, things settled. We go together, together me and my daughter. Okay. So it makes sense for her plan ahead, to go ahead, set a date, make a decision. Like if you were to say, all right, in the next six months, in six months from today, we are going to do this. You set a date, you set hotel, you know, whatever it is, whatever travel arrangements you need to. And once you set the plan, it's like the universe is going to help you complete everything you need to in order to make that trip. Now, if you feel like you need more time, then plan it for within the next year. You know, to say by the end of the year, we want to be in Italy. This is what we want our lives to look like. Right. Thank you. You're welcome, dear. God bless. Thank you, Maria. So this is a good year for anything that you want. It, it, it's what you're telling Maria and Nicole, is this is something that we can apply to anybody? Or is it her because she was born in May 13 or her energy that was more um, in tune to having trips planned this year? <laughs> yeah. I don't so know if it makes sense what I, what I what I what I said. Is this a year thing that everybody's getting good things this year or is it just some people will? Yeah, it's so intuitively. Um, it feels as if we have been living under this cloud, this mask. And it feels as if that mask has been lifted. So now is the time. It's like I think people are ready to create the lives that they want instead of just willy-nilly sitting back and waiting for something to be handed to them. You know, what? and we've said it before in prior shows, what we think, we create. So if we think about all the bad that we've come through and not focus on the what it is we want, how it is we want to live our lives, the kind of people we want to be in alignment with, then we end up 
stuck in those old ways. We keep creating this self-defeating energy of not achieving what it is we dream. Well, since the mask has been lifted and there's this whole energy around empowerment, personal empowerment, personal responsibility, transparency, how we want to show up in the world, not being afraid of being ourselves, this is a perfect year to go after the things that you want. So as the old world that we're used to, that we were raised in, falls away, this is a time to start creating new and better things for ourselves. So I think it's a perfect time. And now there's so many tools out here. There's so many light workers in the world. Like you have a wealth of information, people who are, who are just learning about spirituality and personal development. There's so many people out here that are helping that you can u- utilize you know, utilize services or tap into for help. And Nicole, I think um, tied to what you're saying, um, your program, HEAL, can help also with that. Can you explain us a little bit what is it that someone has to do to be part of the program? What are we looking into? What can we, what do we get from HEAL? Okay, so there's a, I, my first book on sacred time tapping the power within, there's a section of it called cellular memory De- detoxification. And that's where I teach you how to use creative visualization, meditation, to turn inward, to communicate with, listen to, and, and speak with the intuitive energy that's inside of all those cells. So uh, what I, I, I like to refer when I think about talking to the cells within my body, I feel like I'm communicating with the God source in all things because it's just energy, atoms. It's just energy work, energy communication. So when I turn inward, let's say I, I get up I get up in the morning and I feel like I assess my body. I imagine that there's a light bar moving from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet, and I ask my body to show me, are there any imbalances here that we need to discuss? before I even put my feet on the floor. So if a part of my body lights up, I then ask it, is this imbalance physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual in nature? And I make note of whatever the answer is. Then once I get that answer, I then ask it, ask those cells within whatever organ or system lit up to show me what experience what trigger experience is related to that imbalance? So what memory is stored within that part of the body that triggered that, that part of the body to be out of balance? And then once I come to terms with that, then I ask it to show me how it's connected to the present day. Like what's going on in my life? What cycle, self-defeating cycle, did I get caught in? What patterns did I create that keeps this same energy going here in the present. And then I ask, once I know what the first memory is, the trigger memory, and then I know what the most recent memory is, I then say, okay, what is the theme that connects the two? And once I see the theme, I don't have to do anything to fix it unless my body tells me to do something in particular. So if my body said, okay, I want you to go out and uh, if I said, okay, what do I need to do to rebalance this system, rebalance these, these memories and emotions, my body may say, go take a walk or go take a run. And I can ask it, okay, how, how far do you want to go? How long do you want to run? Um, how many days do I need to continue this? And then show me what I look like when this imbalance is cleared. So in a sense, there's part of this, The heal part is discovery, discovering what's stored within our bodies, then discovering the connection between our thoughts and our our perception of our experiences throughout our life. And then the final piece is being able to leap forward into the life that when we're in balance, what that looks like so that we can be in full alignment with that higher self, that grounded peaceful, healed energy in place. So it's just an easy technique. However, I set up the HEAL program for 12 weeks. It's one day a week, one night a week for 12 weeks. Because we get caught when we, you think about it, if I, if I hit a trigger memory 
And it took me back to being in my mother's womb. And my perception of my mother's experience led me through a life of repeating those same behaviors. I want to be sure that whatever I do, I take control. I say control. I take a hold of what I'm responsible for for me, what I want my life to look like, and step into creating, like being in full alignment and living what I just saw in that that vision. Does that make sense? Yeah, so so it's pretty much a a 12-week program where you can actually... um, work on one specific issue or two from beginning to end, you showing the person step by step what is it that they need to do, correct? Well, yeah, it's kind of. The 12 weeks, they're going to go through, they'll be able to address a number of issues and everything during that 12-week period because they're going to be listening to others, how they experience their life, some of their, what they've gone through, things they've held on to, imbalances in their body. So doing it in a group setting, they're able to do it in a safe environment, hear what other people have experienced. So there's some modeling that goes on there. They're going to learn from the stories that I share. They'll learn from other people's stories. And the 12 weeks helps them break up that stuck energy. And my husband calls it a... What did he say? He said, when police officers, and I I know I've shared this before, when police officers are going to, they're learning how to fire their gun and when to pull their gun in times of danger, that they have to pull the gun 3,000 times in in order to develop the muscle memory Mm. to do it without thinking about it. So the 12 weeks is about developing this new muscle memory of getting in and communicating with your body. Why? Because we, in our conscious minds, we think we know what we need to do day in and day out. And often we don't think about that innate intelligence that is self-guiding and keeps the lungs filling with oxygen. It keeps blood pumping through the the veins and arteries and into the heart. And the the nerve, you think about the brain and its connections and how it innervates through the spine and and feeds all of those organs and systems. So it's that 12 weeks is the discovery of how the body is trying to communicate with us when we're stuck on a gerbil wheel in our thinking. This class will teach people how to scale down, get the gerbil off the gerbil wheel, and listen to what the body has to say. Ask questions, the body answers, you follow through. So it's repeat, repeat, repeat. So it's a lot of practice but it's all about building that muscle memory to shift and transform your life. Wow, that's excellent. And it is so much fun as well. It's, it's, to me, when I learn how to use my inner power to deal with anything that I want, I, I feel joy and empowerment and it's fun for me. So the same is for other people. So well, me too. While I- Yes, continue. Go ahead. I'm waiting on you. We are waiting on each other. That's so funny. Well, no, because I was going to bring the next caller, but you wanted to say something about that. Um, No, go ahead. Or are we ready? I'm I'm ready. Okay. So we're going to – we have the choice of New York or New Mexico. What word – oh, wait, and we have someone in the chat room. In the chat room, let's bring that person first. She is in the island of Sandia in Asia. So she's going in and out because they are having some power issues. But the question for you is, would be grateful for a rating on my love life, please? Single forever, and her name is, uh, yeah, Little Fairy from Sandia. Uh, hold on. Her name is Sandia, and she's in the island of Mauritius. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Um, well, welcome to the show, and happy to do a, a more extensive reading because it feels like what, if there's, When I tap into your energy, try to move through it to love life, considering love life, 
there there really is I don't feel any blocks to you choosing to share your life with someone else. I think there's if anything, it is you deciding how you want that other person to show up in your life. Uh, The word magic came up, but it's almost as if all you have to do is think about who you are at your core and what you love. And having someone to share life with that matches that energy or, or even go one better, that enhances that energy that is so excited about who you are and how you are in the world that it wouldn't matter what you do, what you say, that they would be by your side. So there's something about you making a decision to just be and start daydreaming about, you know, okay, this is what I just saw. It's you envisioning, like write down the kind of person that you want to have in your life, right down to what kind of clothes this person wears. And get excited. Feel yourself getting excited about the joy that person brings into your life. Like I knew I wanted somebody in my life that was going to make me laugh. Laughter was really important because I'm a very serious person. Like everything I look at in life, I'm dissecting it and putting it back together. So having somebody to break up that monotony, that stoicism was really important for you to to think about how you want them to be in your life. Like how are they going to be, see them interacting with family, see how they are, how are they with animals, Uh, what kind of vehicle do they drive, Uh, what kind of house do they live in, and picture them like the two of you building that life together. So there's something about building on that energy as opposed to thinking about what you don't have. Like now, 2023 is all about creation, creating the life that you want. So is there, does she have another question on top of that or to help me further define where she, where she can head, what she can focus on? Um, so, Leo Ferrick, what have you uh, been focused on before on this area? Can you write it on on your on the um, chat room? And while you write, we're going to go with another of our callers, and we can come back to her. Hold on. Okay. And Nicole, do you want to go to New York again or to New Mexico? Let's go to New Mexico. Okay. Let's bring Melissa from New Mexico. Welcome. Uh, hi, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. And hi, ma'am. Good. Thank you for being on the show and just uh, always teaching people. Thank you, ma'am. Hi, miss. I am uh, into Melissa, and I have a question for you, please. Sure. Um, go ahead. Um, uh, okay. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, big fan of the show. So my que- I'm trying to give a wish together. I, I have to have to be ready. My question is, I have um, a real nice friend that I know for uh, quite, quite a bit now, just a friend. And um, I know, like, uh, it's a business partner, but I uh, I know that uh, this uh, person tends, it's like an actor, um, uh, tends to be that actor. And uh, then I, I guess what I want to ask you, is my friend, it's a male friend, it's a male friend, I'm focusing on him. Well, okay. Is, 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 Go ahead. Is he starting, is, is he starting or I or or so, or maybe his intuition, or or spirit guide, or I don't I don't know what he does, but maybe the intuition, like the lady was saying one show that everybody has intuition, um, is telling him to be looking further because there is some there is lies there. Has he been has he been doing that? Will he be able to figure it out? Because this consists of his well being. Thank you. So okay, so we have to try to get gain some clarity or get focused with the question. So you're saying you're, and I'll just do it in pieces. So Melissa, are you saying that he is intuitive? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. And you also use the word actor. 
So are you asking if he's acting a part or if he is being real or transparent, authentic? Um. Uh, yes, but my quick question is that he has a business partner that I feel I've caught deceiving maliciously oh, okay. different tactics, and I want to be—I want to know if he's, if he's going to be able to see that there are lies there. This is for his benefit of 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 well-being. Uh, that's my question. I do okay. pray that I hope he sees it. Okay, so Melissa, do you believe that there is a higher power at work in our lives? Yes. So do you also believe that some things happen for good reasons? Most things happen for good reasons. Yes. Okay, for our own personal growth and development. So where it comes to your friend who has a business partner that's being malicious, what you can do instead of, wanting him to wake up and see, what you can do is put in an order. You imagine that you're having a conversation with, let's say, God or the universe, the universal one. And you said, for the highest and greatest good of all, reveal any and all deception for, and then plug your friend's name into that. So it's, and I usually say, here's an affirmation, and, and if we need to, we can text it to you later. We'll just give Claudia your information. But uh, the way I say it is, infinite spirit, I send any and all negative energy back to its sources and ask that you reveal any and all deception on behalf of this person. So that if it's for this person's highest and greatest good to come to awareness, you're letting the universal magic get get to work in his life. So you don't feel like you have to be the one to bring it up It's so that he comes into awareness. We can add a piece to that. So infinite spirit, I send any and all negative energy back to its sources, and I ask that you reveal any and all deception on behalf of this friend under grace and in perfect ways. Now, when we say under grace and in perfect ways, what we're saying to the universe is we don't want anybody to get hurt. We're just saying this person needs a wake-up call, or we'd like for you to put in an order for this person to have a wake-up call, but it's going, to be this, it's going to be a dance between you, the universe, and my friend, this person. Does that make sense? Yes, that's very beautiful. Well said. I wrote it down. I will do that. That's amazing. Okay, and what's easy about that is that you're releasing the idea to the universe and you're saying if it's for this person's highest and greatest good, if for some reason this person is not ready for it, it's their choice. But And they're going to learn either the hard way or not. And by you asking the universe to do it under grace and in perfect ways, it shows the universe that you care enough, you're leaving it up to the universe to handle. Now, I have in the past, before I started using that affirmation, I often said, you give a dog enough rope, they're going to hang themselves. But that, you know, is uncomfortable for people. So shifting our, our thoughts, shifting our words, more in alignment with caring and loving those other people that are around us. We don't have to be so hard or, or crass. Okay? Yes, ma'am. All right. I hope that helps, honey. Yes, thank you for your time. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Melissa. And now let's go to, oh, well, the chat room. So my interactions haven't been much, mostly with men. Most men, sorry, that I met and that I like, they seem to be attracted to me, too, but nothing progresses. Some I never really communicated with, and some they just keep staring my way but never do a move. Okay. So interesting in that, here, just hearing you talk about what she, what she typed in, it feels as if she doesn't think highly enough of herself. So, Sandia, it, I think that but you embracing your power, often when we're, when we're desiring to have a relationship with someone, we end up 
feeling as if we have, or we go into it feeling as if we have to compromise who we are and what our, what our true power is here on the planet. But for you to not already be linked up with someone in companionship, in love, it makes sense to consider that now is a time for you to really think about your own personal empowerment first. Think about what makes you tick, how great you are, what you offer the world, what you offer in a partnership, a partnership, not uh, not a woman in a, imagine the visualization of a dog with a leash, a, a collar and a leash around its neck. Relationships are supposed to be about walking through life together, not one leading and one following. So this piece this year, I hope you take the time to empower yourself, really get to know who you are, what you love about yourself, how you're going to present yourself to the world from here forward, how you present yourself in a relationship, being a strong empowered woman in this world. And I think that as you embrace that side of yourself, the right person is going to show up. But again, once you really get to know who you are and think about someone else being in alignment and seeing them wearing the kind of clothes that fit your personality, seeing them in a house that fits your personality, seeing them with other people, friends, and interacting in in business ways or whatever, just um, it will help you envision and allow, like envision opening the door to let this other person in. So often when we haven't allowed someone into our life in relationship, it's because either we haven't done all of our work that was necessary or they haven't done their work. In this case, it feels like you embracing your power is going to be the key to you unlocking that door and letting somebody in. Thank you, Nicole. Okay, so now let's go to New York and let's bring Catherine to the show. Hi, Catherine. Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. Happy New Year to you both. Thank you, same to you. Thank you. What do you have on your mind today? What's going on in your life? Um, work. I have a few projects going on. Um one is an event I have on my own. One is a project I'm doing with a man named Joe. I was wondering um, if you pick anything up at all, um, how they're going to go, um, any information. So you, you have a few projects? You have a few projects? Yes. And one of the projects is with Joe or a number of them are with Joe? One is with Joe. Um, one is um, an event that I, I do um, on my own, um, I have other projects I want to get into, but I think that's going to be um, a little later, um, just because I'm busy with these two right now. Um, okay. But, mm-hmm. Okay, so there's something around, what I'd like you to do is hold a picture of Joe in your mind's eye. So imagine that Joe is there with you and you're in your mind, you're interacting with him. I'm going to kind of hijack your, your thoughts and hop in. Okay. There was a word that popped up that uh-huh. when you were talking, and that word was neglect. So I want to see what the word neglect has to do. So uh-huh. um, so it's interesting. So when I see Joe in action, or you in action with Joe, I see you looking down, like looking, like looking, instead of, looking up at where you're going, I I have mm-hmm. this visualization of you looking down like you don't have your eye on the ball or you don't have your eye on something that has to do with this interaction. And it almost feels as if you're releasing the energy, like you're giving him free reign. Uh, there's something yeah. about you not, you not guiding enough. You know what it is? Like I feel like, I talked to him, and I could tell him, go left. I think we should go left. And he'll go, well, no, no, I I think we should just go right, and that's it. Like, that's the way. Like, he he doesn't make it that obvious, but that's the way it feels. Um, you know, like, the reins always have to be in his hands. So I think my mentality is just get through this project and then just, be done with him 
is well, what I've been like thinking. Communication. I'm sorry. It feels like yeah. this is a communication issue. And the communication uh-huh. is when he, let's say you say, go left, and he decides uh-huh. to go right, what would it feel like if you were to reach out to him and say, hold on one moment, can we talk about this? And and right. you bring his attention to, uh, Joe, this is, the, this is the direction that I wanted to go in, and this is the reason I was choosing that direction. Can you please tell me why you're opting to go in the opposite direction? So it's you being willing to have a discussion about it, even though it might be seemingly uncomfortable, is you being able to take a deep breath, empower yourself to step in in a very different way. So instead of letting him get away with it and just you trying to get through it, the, the lesson here, it feels like it's for you. It's for you to be able to stand up for yourself, and you don't have to be mean about it. It's just being willing to communicate to say, what's on your mind? Why are you choosing to do that? And how do we stand to benefit by you going in a totally different direction? Right. How would that feel right. if you did that? Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm um, I'm going to have to do because, yeah, I, I spoke to him earlier and he just, like, heard it in my voice. He's like, is everything okay? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, no, what you can say, yeah. I'm like you could say, look, I'm doing a lot of self-discovery. I'm learning more about myself. And one thing that I've learned is that in situations like this, I feel like I need to be submissive just to get through it. I don't want to be submissive mm-hmm. anymore. So I'm choosing, I hope you're okay with me choosing for you and I to learn how to communicate differently. I want to be able to ask questions, make a statement and follow through, and when somebody zags when I say zig, I'd like to be able to have that discussion about it, that we're all on the same page. Maybe you were right, Joe. Maybe you're choosing the right direction, but unless you share with me why you're choosing not to listen to me, you're, you're just adding insult to injury. You're not yeah. letting, me, letting me communicate, or you're not, it's not about letting, I think it's just, you being willing to have the discussion. This is going to be a really empowering time for you if you can communicate with people effectively that way, no matter who it is, whether it's a family member, a business partner, project manager, whoever. But for you to be able to say everybody deserves to, to, to share, and if it's about timing, well, we don't have enough time and we just have to get through it, I think we owe it to ourselves to take a few moments to understand why we would choose going in a certain direction. So we don't have to beat the, beat mm-hmm. it to death, but I think it's important for you to, for yourself as you move forward, to feel like people you're are, so are right. listening to you. Yeah, no, you're so right, because if not, I, I think the universe is just going to keep bringing me more of these situations until I do exactly what you just said. That's yeah. the way it works. We create yeah. our own patterns. So it's often our perception of the experience. Maybe Joe thinks very well of you. Maybe Joe feels like you're a very strong woman. However, Joe is so busy being in masculine, I have to go, I have to do, I have to be, that he's unwilling to allow you to carry half of the load. He's unwilling to say, this is my partner, and we're in this communication together. We're in this project together. So the only way to initiate that is for you to be the, be willing to say, hey, you know, I need to I need to do this for myself. Let's you and I play here. Let's talk this through. You okay. so you become inviting as opposed to confrontational. We're inviting people into treating us better, treating us differently, and we're empowering mm-hmm. ourselves by saying we have our own voice. God didn't put me here to be you, Joe. God put me here to be me, and for us to be able to do these projects together means we need to have a meeting of the minds. Wow. You're amazing. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's so what I needed to hear today. <laughs> so even with your yeah. other events, again, purposeful. And to, to work in a team environment doesn't mean one is submissive to the others. It's you choose your plan, you guide, you discover, you communicate, and then you follow through. It's through that whole assessment, discovery, and then choose your action steps. And action steps should be together in a team format, 
not one, going off the sidelines, no, going in their own direction. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm just letting that all sink in because it's so great. Yeah, I'm going to listen to the show over and over again before I talk to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine. Thank you. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you. That was amazing. Thank you. God bless you both. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. Much love. Thank you, Catherine. And remember, go to seeinfinitely.com and get on on that program. You will love it. And so we have one more question, one more caller, and let's hope we can get more. And in time, but let's go to California. So today was the show with people from California. And let's bring okay. Wendy to the show. Hi, Wendy. Oh, hi. Very nice to speak with you. Um, Thank you. I am, uh, I applied for long-term care insurance in June. Uh, I have paid almost $55,000 in premiums over 20 years. This company denied me, and I'm not surprised. They do not have a good reputation, and I have tremendous uh, medical proof of my conditions. Ultimately, I hired a firm, and they're very professional, and they tell me I have an excellent case, and we're kind of winding it up now, and it's going to be, the appeal is going to be submitted soon. Will that go well? Okay. Um, there's a couple of things that come up. In your conversation, so now, since you have a, a professional firm helping you, are you, are you, have you stopped communicating with them and let these professionals handle it at this point? Yeah. Okay. So number one, and, and this is not just for you, but for other callers, when we go head to head, we need, we've paid in a lot of money into these insurance policies. And then you have an insurance company that, that doesn't want to pay. That's going to be first and foremost. They don't want to pay. They don't want to send money out into the world. They want to keep all that money in house. But the one thing that people neglect to be mindful of is that in good faith, you paid your bill. In good faith, you expect them to do the right thing. So that's the terminology to be using when you're communicating with insurance companies. In good faith, I paid into this policy and this is the way this is set up. I have all this proof that shows why I'm in need of this long-term care and you are going to pay. So. Now, in that mindset, we then go to the firm that can help or. The other thing people don't do is call their local representatives. Their government representatives are being paid to be there in support of whatever it is you need in your life. Putting in a phone call to your local representatives, the, the local, whether it's the House representatives, the, your Senate, Senate local senators, your mayors, your you know, connect to those people and say, this is what's going on in my life. This is the insurance company I'm dealing with. Can you do to assist? The other would also be the attorney general's office in your state to call the attorney general's office and say, this is what's happening. What can you do to help me? You don't want to hear, I can't help. It's what can you do or who, who can you connect me to? Who do you have connections to that can help me deal with this? So, again, these people are being paid to represent us. And if we don't tap into them, they're being paid to sit up there and, and twiddle their thumbs. So and, we and I find you I find you extremely intelligent and I concur with you completely. As a matter of fact, I have worked in a hippie environment for twenty five years and to my attorneys, we've discussed contacting the Department of Insurance and the Department of Managed Health Care. And um, this company got in terrible trouble around 11 years ago for uh, not paying claims that they should have. So uh, I do feel confident in the law firm um, because this law firm specializes in this scenario. 
And yeah. also something else that occurred was uh, I am contractually obligated to pay the first four visits during a month span uh, out of my own pocket as part of the uh, elimination period. And uh, so I did uh, have a gear. I communicated very clearly with this insurance agency that I need a receipt that is itemized that shows the ADLs, in other words, the reasons why the caregiver came over, uh, which technically are transferring bathing and um, um, dressing. And uh, I was very explicit, especially from my background. And it, it was a fiasco. The woman arrived 20 minutes late because the GPS that she was using brought her to the wrong road. And the company fought back about that. And then finally they agreed, okay, that I'm not responsible for their company GPS bringing the poor women to a wrong road, resulting in half an hour, I mean, in 20 minutes lost. Also, the woman announced 10 minutes early that she had to go on to her next job. Well, that means I lost an, uh, a half an hour of very expensive time. And when I called the company, um, there's a lady whose first name begins with M. I, I was treated horribly. Uh, when I was called the day of the visit, and this woman was yelling at me, and she said, Wendy, we can't have this. The caregiver's at the gate. It, uh her point, her tone was like I was responsible for her going to the wrong address, for goodness sake. Yeah. And so, um, when I spoke to uh, a lady whose first name begins with M, she was masterful at putting a negative connotation yeah, and negativity yeah. into whatever I said. She was obviously she wanted to protect the company, but she was being negligent because she was basically throwing me to the wolves and I'm a very kind person and uh, I treated the caregiver with nothing but kindness and respect and um, so I called the bank uh, because there is an ACH uh, and the bank the bank was outraged and the words are elder abuse and yeah. they so, look, really Wendy Wendy Wendy, hi. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Now, I'm, I'm giggling because uh, when we get caught up in this angst, all this energy, what you've just come through and how upsetting that was, it fragments your energy. So when we're trying, when we're asking God or the universe to help us and we're stuck in that fragmented energy, it's like walking through cement. Mm -hmm. So take a deep breath. And what I'd like you to do is just take, if you're holding the phone with one hand, use the other hand, and I'd like you to tap on the center of your chest and just take a deep breath. I want you to just imagine that you're sinking your feet deep into the earth, anchoring yourself in, and you're just letting your body release, release, release. Like the earth is going to nurture you and nourish you. It's going to absorb all that negative energy, all those negative experiences. And now imagine that the, from your, the trunk of your body up through your head and the neurons and dendrites reach for the sky, reach for the universe, and connect. So we're connecting what's out in space and down here on the planet into the earth. Ground yourself for a moment and consider this. We can, in our discussions, and this often we're dealing with the underlings that work within the company, and that's for lack of better words. So I hope nobody thinks that I'm being disrespectful. But we're often working for people who are not up there on top, or we're, we're communicating with those that are just working for the company. They often aren't privy to a bunch of other information. So when you meet with a brick wall, you then are able to say, take a deep breath and say, okay, may I, will you please put your supervisor on the phone? I would like to speak to a manager. Well, no, they're going to say the same thing. No, I would like to speak to a manager. Whatever it is they say to me is going to be between me and them. But you're not providing me with the answers that I need, that I have questions, and we're going to move through this because this is, these are things that have to happen. These are things that are absolutely necessary for my care 
and me having some control over my life. Therefore, put a manager on the phone and I won't accept anything less. And if you're going to, if you hang up on me, I'm going to come down there and bring my attorney with me. So it's, I, we don't want to have to go to guns and believe me. I have to often rely upon my husband to be the diplomat. He, being a police officer, he has dealt with any kind of situation I could ever dream about. When I have to go to head-to-head with somebody and I feel them being that brick wall, the first thing I want to do is fly hot. So even I have to remind myself that I can get past that roadblock and tap into the truth of the matter, tap into somebody who knows. So it's just being willing to speak out and let people know that you've already paid in. This is what's happening to your health. Um, if you connect with, let's say, your local governor or mayor and say, look, I want you to help these professionals that I've hired to deal with this, to see this through to completion. Uh, I want to be able to wash my hands and know that there's somebody that's got my back. I need to know that somebody cares enough to help me finalize these details. I pay your paycheck, but you know, part of my money has gone for your care, for, for you raising your family and put your kids through college, whatever. And I expect that you are going to help me complete this. And if you can't, I expect you to lead me to somebody who can. So, again, you try to articulate and try, try to, to rebalance your energy and think positively. Often our roadblocks are just our perception based upon prior experiences. Well, somebody's going to shit on me. Somebody's going to do me wrong. Somebody's going to say no. Somebody's you know what, this is the year where we're going to get rid of all that crap that we've got stored in our bodies and choose to live our lives differently. So, Wendy, go kick some butt and stay in touch with your law firm. I feel like just staying on top of it and saying to them, being willing to say to them, hey, I'm going to call you every week for a check-in because this has got to be handled. And you're going to get really darn tired of hearing from me, but too bad. Get ready for it. You are very intelligent and very articulate, beautifully stated. So, positive. Positive, 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 Wendy. Thank you. you I shall. If you need to work on that muscle memory, sign up for the class. I made it really inexpensive to do 12 weeks of developing your muscle memory and, and changing your life. I, I am so proud to have met you today. It's an honor and a privilege. Thank you, dear. God bless you. Thank you. God and I you. And everybody, <laughs> sign up to uh, see infinitely. Please be called. And so when is it that it's starting, Nicole? When's the date that the, the program will start? Actually, it's February 1st, and it's... It's a Wednesday, 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. each night, Eastern Standard Time. Um, it'll be recorded. So we know, and that Wendy was talking about HIPAA laws and all that stuff. It, we are going to be talking about health. But through all this COVID garbage, HIPAA laws are out the stinking window. I mean, think about it. We've got all this medical information on our phones. They have access to everything we ever do. So, you know, we're, we're coming together in a safe environment February 1st. Wednesday, 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. on to, it'll end April 19th. So you get 12 weeks. It's $150 for that 12 weeks. That's it. You'll get a book, which is a guide that teaches you when you're not in the call with us, you can read and put it to work in your life and keep coming back and asking more questions and digging in deeper and detoxifying all of these thoughts and perceptions and reactions that we've had throughout our lives that we can break those patterns, and, and take our lives, take the world by storm. Maybe not by storm, but, you know, <laughs> peace, in, peace in, peace out. That's what we aim to do. Thank you so much. And, yes, sign up. And also, remember, Nicole is here the last Friday of every month, same time, same place, and same opportunity to heal. Thank you, Nicole. Is there anything else you want to leave us with? No, remember to treat others the way you want to be treated. This, this change, this transformation we're going through, it's not easy for everybody. So if you imagine putting yourself in their shoes, it'll be far easier to get through, especially when we're doing it together. Think compassion, kindness, 
be try to be more unconditional in your caring. It doesn't mean that you have to let people run your life, but it just means that we we show that we care, show up for the world. So thanks, Claudia. I appreciate it, and I look forward to seeing you at the end of next month. Thanks as well. Goodbye. Bye-bye.